Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, this is probably going to be the last lowdown before we get into the weekend. So I'm going to leave you guys with a few predictions for how the Lakers are going to fill out that roster. Some of it is with stuff that I know. Some of it is is kind of reading the tea leaves. All of it, though, I think will is 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 I'm pretty confident about how this is all going to play out. Let's get to it. All right. So again, just a quick kind of refresher on what the roster looks like right now. Let's just go through this really quick. So you have at point guard Russell Westbrook and Kendrick Nunn. At shooting guard, you have Kent Bazemore, Malik Munt, and Talon Horton Tucker. Uh, at small forward, you have LeBron, Ariza, and Wayne Ellington. Power forward, you have Carmelo Anthony. And then at center, you have Anthony Davis, Marcus Hall, and Dwight Howard. I'm just saying those names. Like, obviously, LeBron is going to be playing some power forward. Anthony Davis is going to be playing some power forward. Uh, Wayne Ellington is going to be playing some shooting guard. Talon Horton Tucker might play some minutes down there at the wing. I'm just giving names as they as things currently stand right now. I'm recording this on a Thursday at 10 o'clock, my time out here in Texas. So let's go ahead and try to predict what the Lakers are going to be looking at moving forward. Right off the bat, I still think you can always use big wing defenders, right? So it strikes at, at not at all surprising that the Lakers are in on Andre Iguodala and then in potentially on Wesley Matthews, depending on how the Andre Iguodala thing goes. So that's basically where I want to start this discussion here. As of right now, while I'm recording this, basically what I'm what I'm hearing and, and then based off of the tea leaves, it seems like the Lakers are waiting on Andre Iguodala to make his decision. And then based off of that decision, they'll probably circle back around and bring in Wesley Matthews. Personally, I think they'd be perfectly fine just going with with Wesley, but Iggy has more cachet, and we know how the Lakers operate. But still, that's kind of where they're going right now. I am pretty pessimistic, to be completely honest, about Iguodala, just because Golden State has more money to spend, and at the end of the day, uh, Iggy is going to go where there is the most money. It's all very similar situations between... Golden State, Brooklyn, and the Lakers. Uh, if he is kind of spiteful with how things ended in Golden State the first time around, then maybe that gives the Lakers or Brooklyn a little bit more of an opening. But still, if if Golden State decides to pay up and go beyond the veterans minimum, Andre Iguodala is going to be in, in, in Golden State. And so as it stands right now, it really feels like Iggy is basically using Brooklyn and using the Lakers as leverage to get... Uh, Golden State to pay up and just it, it just remains to be seen whether or not they're actually going to and if they don't that probably means Wesley Matthews is going to be a Laker and like I said earlier like Wesley Matthews is a better shooter he is not as long nor as athletic as as Iggy but still I, I think the Lakers that would not be a terrible consolation prize and then the final roster spot I would imagine is probably going to Jared Dudley and when I say final roster spot that is only 14 guys but I'm going to go out, go ahead and predict that the Lakers are not going to bring in a 15th player to start the season with. I think they want to closely monitor the buyout situation and and then also save a little bit of money uh, 
it, by way of luxury taxes. It's it's annoying that we're still talking about that, but still, I think that's where the Lakers currently find themselves. In terms of need, you could make the case that the Lakers could still use a more facilitating-driven point guard. Right now, all of the guards on the Lakers roster are kind of, they, they look for their own. Russell Westbrook is a very good creative player, uh, but is is more of an attacking point guard. Kendrick Nunn, definitely more of an attacking, scoring-driven point guard. And then you have like Malik Monk and Taylor Horton Tucker, who are both uh, shooting guards and point guards' bodies. And so it, it maybe if, if you want some, if you want to, if the Lakers decide to use their 15th roster spot or if they decide to, to go in that kind of direction, uh, I could see them maybe trying to see if there is more of a facility a facilitating point guard. There just aren't really any on the market right now. So I think the Lakers are kind of looking at and and saying, let's just hold off and see how this, what needs pop up over the course of at least the early part of the season. If you're looking at bigs, right? I think the Lakers are still pretty set there. They have LeBron and they have Anthony Davis, and those guys are going to eat up basically all of the power forward minutes between the two of them. Uh, and then you have Carmelo Anthony, who is going to take whatever is left. Uh, LeBron is going to want to play some minutes at the three also, so that's how they're going to make some of the, the math work in, in everybody's favor. And then between Anthony Davis, Marcus Hall, and Dwight Howard, they have bigs who can basically operate in any circumstance. I'm really curious if Anthony Davis is going to start and then Dwight is going to come off of the bench uh, as as kind of the lob threat that you pair with Russell Westbrook, or if Marcus Saul is going to start alongside Anthony Davis at the four, because uh, you know, as as much as everybody would like to do the kind of matchup-driven starting lineup, that's not how Frank Vogel operates. That's not how most pro teams operate over the course of the regular season. So I'm really curious how they're going to do that with with those three bigs. But at the end of the day. Uh, in terms of need on this roster, I don't think the Lakers need another big. So I don't I don't see them going out and getting another big like that. I think if they get somebody, or when they get somebody, in terms of useful players here, it's going to be somebody at the wing, and it's, and it's going to be either Andre Iguodala or Wesley Matthews. And I think that's the right call. And then the final spot is probably going to be Jared Dudley. That's going to be my prediction. That's what's out there. It's not exactly a, a difficult secret to uh, unearth. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not something that everybody is trading like the nuclear codes. Uh, he is somebody who is incredibly popular in the Lakers locker room. He will basically function as an assistant coach again. And given the amount of turnover that the Lakers have had over from, from last season to this season, I think there's legitimate value in having somebody in Dudley who can do that kind of a thing and, and was there for the, for the team meetings over the last couple of years, knows what Frank Vogel wants to do on defense, knows uh, what LeBron James and Anthony Davis want to do on both sides of the ball, and can kind of talk the veterans that are going to be playing ahead of him uh, through figuring that out. And then there is enough youth on this team that Dudley can act as a mentor for, and there's value in that as well. And then, you know, somebody needs to bring the wine to LeBron James and, and, uh, or somebody needs to drink that wine wine alongside LeBron James. And as Dudley has literally publicly said before, that's one of his favorite parts of the job.
All right, that's going to do it for this episode and likely this week's episodes of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. I'm sure you guys can hear it in my voice that it is just about ready to give out. If there is anything that that happens over the course of the weekend, I'll probably hop back on here and talk you through that stuff. If my voice is okay, also later today, by the time you guys are listening to this, I'll probably hopping on Twitter Spaces from the Silver Screen and Roll account um, at LakersSBN on Twitter, uh, and and we'll kind of discuss where things uh, sit with the Lakers. But again, as you guys can hear, my voice is, is a little bit shaky right now. My daughter brought home uh, a nice case of the sniffles and rubbed her face all over my my face and my clothes and all that. And so here I sit. Um, until next time I talk to you, I'm Anthony Irwin, saying everything.